Hey, I'm Mike. And this year, thanks to Metro, nothing's getting between me and my holidays. As a rideshare driver, I know a thing or two about going the extra mile. And Metro's helping me go even further. Metro covered the switching fees and gave me and the family high-speed data for only $25 a line for four lines. Plus, we scored four free Galaxy phones from Metro just for switching. Now, we can all get in the holiday spirit streaming our favorite tunes and ring in the new year over video chat with family and friends. You work hard. Switching to Metro isn't. This season, there's zero fees to switch. And right now, enjoy Metro's lowest price. Just $25 a line for four lines, plus four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. I'm Mike, and that's how I rule my holiday with Metro. Plus device sales tax with eligible port in a no T-Mobile service in past 180 days. One phone per line while supplies last. If new line deactivates, all lines lose four-line promo rate. Additional terms apply. Limited time offer. See Metro by T-Mobile.com. This is Iris. And this is Jamie. And this is Girl We Have to Talk podcast. And I think that we're just doing a part two. So do we need yeah. to do a lot of stuff or can we just jump right in? I don't know. What do you think? I think we can just jump right in. Okay. So this is a part two of the episode from the week before last. And it was about being a bad friend. Um, so we can just jump into that. But first, do you have any updates? Anything that you wanted to share before we start talking about that? No. Okay. Um, no, I don't think so. So we can just get into talking about bad friends. So, Jamie, where were we? Uh, well, we were, that's a good question. (laughs) Because I haven't listened to the recording. (laughs) Well, I don't know if it's, it's probably at this point, not, no, I know it's at this point, it's not available. So the last time we talked, you were going to say, you were going to um, read out like all of the different things on those lists that make someone a bad friend. And then we were going to talk about those. Sounds good. Do you want me to use one of the lists or both? I I don't care. It's up to you. It's your choice. The world's your oyster. Help yourself. All right. Well, I guess we could start with one of them. So there was one that I think had seven signs. Nice. So number one, you always manage to steer the conversation back to yourself. Number two, you commit to plans already knowing you're going to back out. Number three, you're good at making friends but not keeping them. Number four, you're never the one to initiate plans or check in first. Number six, wait, did I miss one? Oh, I got number number five. five. You constantly lean on your friends for emotional support, but they don't turn to you. Number six, you don't respect your friends' boundaries. And number seven, you resent your friends' happiness and success. Okay. Well, I think most of the, some of those do sound like clear cut. Um, mm-hmm. But are there any that kind of stand out to you as things that you have experienced or that you wanted to just talk about more? Uh, I would say I've done all these things. Uh I'm trying to look back through them again. I would say, yeah, I've done all these things. And I mean, there are some that are more relevant to me now and some that were more relevant to me when I was younger. And I think I've had all these things. I've had friends who've done all these things too. And I think it just really shows that you can go through different periods of your life and you can be a bad friend, even with also being a good person and, 
other times you can be a good friend, but that you just have periods of time where you're not a good friend. Yeah. And I think that like, there's, I don't know anybody who hasn't done some of these things. So I don't know if, I guess it's up to us, right. To decide Mm -hmm. for each individual, like, does a person have to be doing all of these things to be doing, to be a bad friend? Is there like a combination of things, like a couple of numbers that would make someone a bad friend? Um, or like, is one of these things enough? Like what actually is it? But I guess it's probably who you're friends with and what their boundaries are. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm trying to think, I know. So number one, is about steering the conversation back to you. I definitely can do that if I feel like really excited about something. Um, and it's like a work to make me like, I have to be thinking about it to not do that. Um, Mm -hmm. number two is what was number two again? Uh, yeah. Number one, you always manage to steer the conversation back to yourself. Number Mm -hmm. two, you commit to plans already knowing you're going to back out. Yes. So I don't do that anymore, but I definitely used to, Um, I would be like, I don't really want to do that, but I like would say that I wanted to. And I think that's something that Laurel said Mm -hmm. in the podcast that she was working on stopping doing two. Mm -hmm. Um, So I try not to. Yeah, I can relate to that one. Yes. Um, I think that now, like, I will just be like, I don't want to do that. Like, I think I'm pretty good about doing that now, but I definitely didn't do that before. Um, I think on the other side of that, though, I think sometimes being the person who says, like, I don't really want to do that or like. I'm not really interested in doing that as something uh, I'm bringing this up because it was the last podcast that I actually listened to, which is the one about getting over friendship breakups with Laurel. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. one of the things we talked about is like Laurel said that like, she's working on saying like, I don't want to do this, but what about if we do this? Um, And yeah, yeah. You don't poop in the punch without having more punch. Yes. I think that's what she said. (laughs) Um, So something like, like that. So yeah, like I think that that's a good one. Um, like to, if you're a person who, who does that, cause I like, I think I was saying for myself, sometimes I will just, you know, if I don't want to do something, I'm afraid if I say that I don't want to do it, even though now mm-hmm. I just am like, I, I was just like, I don't want to do that. But mm-hmm. in the back of your mind, you're like, oh my God, maybe they'll never invite me to do anything ever again. And like, maybe yeah. you were like, yeah. oh, like, you know, I don't want to do this today, but maybe I want to do it tomorrow. Or like, I don't want to do like Laurel said, like, I don't want to do is this a sweaty hike? Because maybe I don't want to do a sweaty hike, but like, if this is a casual hike, maybe I want to do a casual hike. So mm-hmm. I think people are trying to let but I try not yeah. to say like, yes, I would love to, you know, climb the Grand Canyon with you on Tuesday <laughs> at two o'clock in the afternoon. I would love to knowing that I like definitely don't want to. Um, mm-hmm. I definitely don't want to, especially at two o'clock in the afternoon. Definitely not. I'm not yeah, a good that's not a great time person. to start like a long hike also no yeah I mean I don't know the deets about that I'm not a big like long hiker but I just know it like <laughs> yeah two, two o'clock, o'clock not usually it's just not gonna work for me period I don't really know too many things that someone's like do you want to do this at two o'clock and I'm probably gonna be like no I don't want to do that at two o'clock do you want to drink um, at two o'clock Iris like alone like by myself <laughs> maybe like do I have to like get I was trying to find something that you wouldn't say no to I mean I don't want to go meet you for drinks at two o'clock unless oh fine and unless you're having drinks across the street from my house and then yes I do is there a place to have drinks across the street yeah there's like a little bringing the drinks to you I was like hey I'm bringing that's too much that's a lot because I feel like if people come over to your house like that's a lot of pressure 
already okay. in my mind, I'm like planning on you and Heidi coming over on Friday. And I'm like, okay, so I've got to make sure like they're not going <laughs> to come in for too long. But I'm like, I definitely need to mop and I need to like wash my bathroom mat and like, you know, make sure that it looks decent so that if somebody needs to use the restroom, just they dig can. a hole in the backyard. We'll go in the backyard. I know I might rent a porter potty. That would actually feel less stressful to me. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like if you were coming over, that's also stressful. Um, but if you were like across the street from my house at two o'clock, I would totally go. Like that's like right up my alley of shit that I want to do at two o'clock. Okay. Go for drinks with someone like Good very to know. nearby. I'm usually not my free house. at two o'clock, but um, see that's why sometime. this doesn't become a conflict. Well, for us. that's it's not like... true though. On the weekend, I could be available at two o'clock. It's possible. But not Have you ever called me on a Saturday and said, Iris, I'm across the street from your house having drinks. Would you like to join us? I'd be like, yes, I would love to. That's like perfect amount of shit that I want to do mm. without plans. Like, I, like my luck is like be somewhere. You'd be like, I'm in the suburbs. Sorry. Well, that's a Sunday. It's a Sunday if I'm okay. in the suburbs, but a Saturday. So every, so very Saturday specifically. every Saturday at 2 p.m. you're available is what you're saying. <laughs> Honestly, yes, for the most part. Like, it, it's very uncommon that I'm not available. Like, I'm trying to think okay. about this Saturday. The I'm only like, am thing I doing is, anything? I'm I don't think so. Available, man. <laughs> see, see, this is just, it's not going to be a cocktail hour for us at two o'clock on a Saturday. That's okay. It, it we'll have to happen. plan it out. It can, yeah, I know. Um, or if I'm at the Mariano's by your house, then I could be like, Jamie, I'm by your house. Like, do you want to have a drink? Ooh, like, those are all things that are probable. No, but it's possible. Oh. Like, you know, like it'd just be random, but like maybe. Yeah. So, for okay. instance, Lauren, not to be off topic, but Lauren. I was just saying know, we're having this whole conversation. I know, but fine. Lauren, who, yeah, Lauren, who you do know, mm-hmm. just moved into an apartment and she was asking me if I wanted to come over and have like rooftop drinks with her one day this week. Oh my and gosh, I immediately. She has a rooftop? That's awesome. Well, you know where she lives? In those little like lofty places on Damon? Okay, we just gave away her address. Anyway, um, she, anyway, yeah, she has a rooftop. I don't know what the view's like, but I'll okay, tell you. Okay, I anyway, have to think about where that is, but don't tell yeah, me more on the on, I won't. online. No, I won't. <laughs> um, but anyway, so, like, she was like, do you want to have a drink one day this week? And I was just like, no, I'm very busy this entire week. But then I realized that I was supposed to have lunch in Roscoe Village with two of my coworkers. And I was like, wait a second. Yeah, that could be lives- perfect. Yes, she lives in this area. So I was like, hey, can I come over to your house for mimosas at 10 o'clock in the morning and I'll bring champagne? And she was like, yes, that's perfect. And I was like, see, that. Wow. That's, that's Look how that works if it's out. Like a, if it's a one-stop shop, I'm down. But, like, I'm really good about, like, not saying that I'm going to do some shit if I'm not going to do it. I'm very good about that now. But I used to okay. not be. Right, yeah, what's next you... on the list? I was like, well, ahead, you too. Yeah, no, I was I was actually going to make a comment. Um, I, well, I was going to – I. Okay, let me let me <laughs> reel it back in, <laughs> guys. We don't ever record at seven. This is like seven o'clock. What time is it? It's like basically seven o'clock in the middle of the week. We don't usually yeah. record at this time, so I think right now it's just. I mean, you're just seeing another side of us, which I love. This is a, this is a not fine. Saturday in the morning when we're fully <laughs> together. Bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. Yeah, which I would not have been the Saturday morning, so I it probably would have been even less coherent. But, um, so I can relate to that, and what I think is interesting is that in the pursuit of trying to keep a friendship, you can actually be a bad friend. Isn't mm-hmm. that interesting? That like yeah. you're so invested or you're like, do, you're overdoing it because you're so like insecure that yeah. I, cause I think that's a lot of what these are about. Like I would say yes, because I like Laurel talked about last time, like 
I wanted to be perceived as the best friend I could possibly be. And I wanted to mold myself to whatever you were. And so, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm into partying, which oh. I never have really been. And so then I would fall asleep at the bar in college, but be like, yeah, I stay out late. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, feel like that is valid. I think mm-hmm. that I just didn't want to say no, not because I wanted to be the, like, that I would just say, like, I would always commit myself because I didn't want to never be asked again. And like, oh. but not because yeah, or, like, or you I, wanted to keep your options open. I could see you like that too. Like, oh, it's nice to have a few different options. Well, I think like, no, like, no. okay, I don't think I've ever thought to myself, like, I can honestly and truly say, I don't think I've ever thought to myself, even in my 20s, somebody invited me to say like, hey, do you want to go out for drinks on a Tuesday at two o'clock in the afternoon? I never thought to myself, oh my God, like, I'm going to say yes to this, but I'm really never going to go. Like, I don't think I ever did that, but I would start to get in a lot yeah, of Yeah, you talk intend about to now. go. Yes. Yes. And then I like, so... oh, your phone is breaking up, Jamie. It sounds like you're a robot. What? You sounded like a robot a little bit. What were you saying? Oh, so... I was saying that you say yes in the moment and then it all builds up. Like you're not thinking yes. about all the things at the same time. And then you realize right. you're committed. But I would say that also I, I, sh- I was putting that on you, but I think that's really me that I like to keep my options open just in case something doesn't work out with one friend. I like to have something else. And like, if mm. this is a common thing, if I haven't heard back from someone and then I try to make a backup plan with somebody else, I used to do that. And then they both come through. Yeah. <laughs> and Sometimes that, that would happen. I mean, I, I got better. I think about being like, I'm not sure, but like, what's your, but it's hard to like, be like, you're my backup, <laughs> you know? Um, I see, but I don't feel bad about saying that. Like, I think mm-hmm. I'm definitely the person who would say like, I'm you would just combine them, I think. I would. I'm yeah. Like, but first, do you all want to go out together? But I have had some friends who don't like each other in the past. So I would be like, oh, I'm supposed to be doing X, Y, Z with this person at this time. Um, and I probably would say, like, you're welcome to come. But they'd be like, fuck no. And I'd be like, okay, cool. But um, if that ends early, I'll come to your house afterwards. And it's just kind of up in the air. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes you have, like, some good friends who are super flexible. Like, luckily, like, I've had some friends where they're, like, not necessarily people who need to have plans, um, which is, for me, I need to have a plan. Like, I'm not really good on the fly. But I've had a lot of, luckily, a lot of friends who are just like, oh, yeah, just let me know. And that actually totally works for them. Like, they would be cool, like, if you called them at the last minute to do something, and they would be okay with that. So I think I've had a lot of luck in being able to feel comfortable just being fully transparent about it. And I also just, when I, I remember when I turned 25, I made, a like, a, New Year's resolution, which is probably one of the only ones that I've really stuck to, mm-hmm. where I really, I told myself, like, I noticed myself getting into a pattern of lying a lot. Ooh. Um, yeah, like, I noticed myself, like, lying a lot. So I was like, I'm not going to lie. So even like, now, about if what? I'm, oh, about, like, anything, because I just didn't want to have to be accountable for anything. Mm. So I would just be like, oh, like, oh, I didn't you know, do that. Oh, yeah. Like, I would lie about stuff like nothing horrible. Like, I wouldn't Mm -hmm. do anything horrible, but it would be like, oh, you know, I'm trying to think of something that I might have lied about. Like, I like I did have a boyfriend for a really long time Mm -hmm. that I didn't tell anybody about. And that Mm -hmm. was like I started feeling like really bad about that Um, or like, I don't know, like just like not necessarily like tall lies, but just like misleading 
things that I would say, like, oh, I can't really be available because of this, or like, oh, like, I would never say that somebody said anything, but I would definitely be like, I never said that. And I totally did. Mm. Um, I totally said that. So like just shit like that to like not get myself in trouble. I found Mm -hmm. myself doing that a lot in like my twenties, 25 basically. And so I really just stopped doing that. Like I talked to myself, (laughs) I talked to myself and I was like, girl, like you have to stop doing that. Cause it like, good for you. That is yeah, not a great so now I'm super honest, which also people have problems with, but like I do, well, I am yeah. super honest and like, I try to always tell the truth. Even if I feel like I'm saying something that might be misleading, I try to like catch myself and be like mm-hmm. overly clear, which I think sometimes is like really awkward. Cause I think sometimes well, I say too much, but I just, mm-hmm. am, I don't like lying. Uh, it's like one of my biggest pet peeves, which I think we've talked about. Like I hate mm-hmm. that. Um, and maybe it's cause it's like, I took the work to not do that. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, don't lie to me. Just tell me mm-hmm. the truth. Um, so yeah, like even if Mike and I get into an argument, like we did, we didn't really get into an argument today, but like, I think I did, I did something that irritated him mm. and then he was going to tell me that I irritated him, but instead he like caught himself and he was like, you know what? I love you. And I was like, no, I was like, that's not what you were going to say. You were going to tell me that I did something. Why don't you just tell me what I did? And he was like, no, I'm just like trying not to have a fight about it. And I was like, well, see, now I don't trust you. Cause I feel like you're lying and I feel like you're keeping oh. things. Down. Yeah. So like, I like even to detriment want people to tell me the truth, even if like, 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 could be painful. Like, I just am such a truth seeker. It really bums me out if I feel like somebody's lying to me. And I know we talked about that earlier, too. Mm-hmm. Just, like, it makes me feel so much anxiety. Even if I know, like, okay, I did this thing that irritated you. Like, that helps me because I'm like, okay, well, I could stop doing it. Or I could just own it and keep doing it and being like, okay, this is just a thing I'm, I do that I know is going to irritate you. But I hate not knowing. It's so bad. Um, so, yeah, like, brutally honest. Not brutally. I don't think I'm brutal. But I am, like, nowadays six, seven years later, really, really about the honesty trip. Mm. Um, but that's probably why I, I avoid doing number two on this list because I don't like lying. So that's basically because what they're doing in this number two is lying. <laughs> so I'd be more likely in to a way, in a way, I think, you know, having, having been in a relationship where, uh, the person would do, I, I would, um, I had a partner who would do this a lot, who would say, um, just things in the moment that did not come to fruition. Yes, I'll do this. Yes, I'll do that. Um, but I don't know if I think that's the same as what this said. Like this is saying that you knowingly are saying you're going to do something when you know for like, you know that you're not. To me, that's a lie. Like, I think if you're just like, and fully intending to do something, it doesn't make it better. It doesn't mean that you're not hurting people when you do that. I could definitely see that, but I don't feel yeah, but, like you're genuinely lying. What, what I'm trying to say here is that I knew at the time when he said it that he wasn't going to be able to. So I knew that, but he did it. So I do think there's a way that you can really believe what you're saying in the moment, even though there's no way you can follow through on it. Sure. Uh, But I think that that part, but to me, like, I still think, in my opinion, I don't think that that's a lie. Because I think, a, like, Jiminy Cricket mm. like, is your conscience. Well, it I felt like I was the... being lied to is all I can say. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, okay, here's, here's, let's have a therapy session, Jamie, even though I'm not a therapist. Were you lying to yourself? Because I think that if he fully thought that he was telling the truth, but you knew he was lying, but you went along with it, that's, like, more like you were deluding, you were going along with it. That, to me, seems well, more... Well, I was trying to trust what the person was telling me, and then after this happened so many times, I just realized this person, like, didn't have any insight. 
Right. So, and then you were, and then at that point you were just like, okay, well then I'm done. Or like something, or like, I just know that this is not the truth. But like, I think that you, I don't know. I kind of think that only like a person needs to, in my opinion, I think a person needs to know that they're lying in order to lie. Well, I guess uh, what I'm saying is you need insight in order to do that. Yes. And if you lack all, I think, you know, if you lack all of those things, is it a lie? But I think that's kind of like one of those yeah, things. Where which like, is, when is, is one lie, better lie. than the other? I don't know. No, yeah. it's just yeah. semantics. It's just, but I right, think at a certain right. point, it's like what the quote that we talked about before, Maya Angelou, if somebody shows you who they are, you have to choose to believe them. So right. no, he, I understand he showed you that he was a liar. Me, uh, yeah, accountability there. I get what you're saying. I'm not an accountability coach, though. But <laughs> I just I'm like I don't know. Like I kind of like whenever people do like I'm so hard on myself. I think that whenever that's and me and Laurel talked about this too. And like I think you and I have talked about it. Mm-hmm. I'm so reactive if I notice somebody doing a pattern of things. Even like when I called, <laughs> yeah, even when I called out <laughs> Mike about that earlier today, I was just like, no, I feel like you're lying to me. Like why? Like you need to tell me when I'm doing things that upset you because I'm just like so constantly trying to do that, which can be so annoying because like when he mm-hmm. explained he's like well I'm trying not to be annoyed by things so I'm trying to correct myself yeah. and I was like okay cool that's fair like that's you know that's valid but I'm so that person who's just like a fucking mouse with cheese or a cat with a mouse in the corner I'm just mm-hmm. like what are you doing why won't you tell so yeah it can be a detriment too to be that type of person that's always in your head so much but because I'm so reactive like that, like I would, my reaction to that would have been like, okay, well, you're just a fucking liar now. So I don't trust you, obviously, by my poor husband who was trying not to be mean to me today. <laughs> and I was like, I think you're, li-. I mean, I wasn't saying it like that, but I was like, well, now I feel like you're lying. Like now I don't believe that you were going to ever tell me when you're ever upset with me because of this moment in time. Mm. And then when he explained it, I was like, okay, fine. That's valid. Good for you for working on yourself. My apologies for being an asshole. But I will usually, though, if I do think people are, like holding things back. I am a person who would call them out on it. So what's number three? Number three, you're good at making friends, but not keeping them. Yes, that's mine. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like I'm so good at making friends, but I don't, I have a lot of long-term friends. That's not true. I do have a lot of long-term friends, but I make more friends than I keep. Hmm. Well, wouldn't most people agree with that? I mean, I relate to this one a lot right now because I, you know, went through Bumble this time around and I haven't really maintained friends with any of them. And some of them, some of it was, uh, some of it was on their part, but some of it was on my end. I just got busy and I couldn't keep up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that, I think, well, you know, what? I'm not going to say if I, I think that's totally maybe something that could be considered, I think, but it, there's for different reasons. So I think we talked about mm-hmm. this before. I think that you're at least not like to me and maybe this is because I am the frog I'm always jumping 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 Mm -hmm. you're not necessarily the person who would say like let's do xyz at least not for me like most of the time I feel like I'm always like jumping over you to make plans before you have ever even had the chance to make them because I'm so like that that's just my own thing so I'm trying to chill out and let other people do things and it's not really working I mean I feel like some I feel like right now that's true because uh, I don't know why that is maybe because we do the podcast. And so I feel like we do end we up connect. hanging out, but it's virtually. And before we were doing it in person, cause I would say with the podcast, I do, um, reach out to you like, Hey, what are we oh, doing? Yeah. Are we recording? So in that way I do feel, but like, it's different because we're doing it virtually now. We're not hanging out around it. Yes. So that's true. 
But I mean, if you didn't have, like, I, I think, so I guess it's not in the judgment. It's more a question. Are you somebody mm-hmm. who would like set up the plans for people? Cause I think that's the oh, thing. Oh yeah. I absolutely so, do that. I think it's important, um, but so I'm not going to be the only one. Yeah. So have you been, do, did you do that with the new people too? And it just, or was it like you couldn't because of COVID, but you didn't have the relationship to have like virtual hangouts yet? Um, some of it, like all of those things. So okay. I think it's, and then I just got busy, like as summer, as I think part of it was, I was using Bumble as a way to connect because my current friends, I wasn't really seeing mm-hmm. and we weren't really, I was, so I wasn't getting what I needed, but then like when we the summer happened and I started to see people more then it was like I didn't necessarily need these other friends as much like I got I got too busy and you maybe you were fulfilled you know what the other thing is though I shouldn't say that was total that's totally true I also got really busy with work yeah. um and people so I think help. the combination of those things like I had one person on bubble literally like reach out to me three times without me responding and she was like I just want to try you one more time and I didn't oh, I, bless her. I know and I felt so bad I was just gonna say like hey I'm sorry I'm so busy but I didn't know what to say like I just didn't have time to make plans yeah. um so you know I, I mean, think that like that mm-hmm. is a tough one I think mm-hmm. that I have the opposite situation I will make plans with you even if oh I think that sometimes with new people, I do number two. I will make plans with uh, you. I will hang out with you, but I'll be like in my mind, like I don't think we're gonna be friends. But like I've already felt. Oh like yeah, you definitely so told long. me that. I'm like, you definitely told me so that. Long. Like I don't Fuck think it. I don't know about this person. I'm not sure I'm gonna be friends with them. But but I like I'm so committed. I'm so committed to not being a flake or like lying, like things in my mind that are lying. That I'm just like, well, fuck it. Now I just got to fucking hang out with you, even though I don't think we're going to be friends. But you know what? I will tell you, I did that once over the summer. Mm-hmm. And I will just be honest. It was with Christina, who I was like, oh, my God, I'm never going to be friends with this girl. Um, <laughs> and now, like, she's, like, one of my little, like, my new favorite, like, not my new favorite, but, like, she's one of my favorite new people that I met this summer. I like her so much. That's she's great. great. Yes, it was, like, a surprise. I was like, oh, man, I'm actually happy that I went to this. Like, this didn't end up being... A complete yeah. waste of fucking time. Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, like a date, you know, a first date from an, from online, mm-hmm. and you're just like, I just don't know. I don't think this. I don't have a good feeling about this, but I don't know. And then you're like pleasantly surprised. Yes, and it wasn't anything she said or did. It was just like exactly what you said, right? I met her virtually and I got super busy. So like she would be like, let's hang out. And then I'd have to cancel, cancel. And then finally I was like, fuck it. I'm going to set this date. We were going to hang out this one time. It's going to be fine. And I'm probably like, it's so awkward because now I don't even remember what she looks like or who she is. Like, I don't remember shit about her. <laughs> but fuck it. Like it's already happening. It's going. Cause she reached out to me and she was like, Hey, do you want to reschedule? And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to fucking do it. Get nip this in the bud. And then I met her and I was like, Oh man, I really like you. You're so like great. And that was really nice. And then I met Kristen who you already met. And I didn't mm-hmm. even fucking remember her name. I had to ask her when we went to dinner. Yeah, I was like, so yeah. wait a second. Can you tell me your name? Because I don't remember. But I was honest. And then didn't you get her name wrong when we were uh, yes. paddleboarding? Yes. But although I knew her name. Like, I don't know why I called her Lindsay. It was so weird. So anyway. Oh. And she's, yeah, she's been really great. She's like a good check-in. Like, she texted me today and was like, I haven't talked to you in two days. I just went to see how you were doing. And I was like, that was wow. really nice of you, actually. I'm doing great. How are you? <laughs> Um, so yeah, like you never know, but for me, I guess like, I'm really good at like making plans stick I'll I'll do it. I'll bite the bullet. I'll hang out with you. Mm-hmm. But I think that sometimes like, 
I don't know, I get really irritated with people and that's been something I'm working on. And then I just burn the entire friendship down, like all of the friends, like what I did mm-hmm. with the Aaron situation. Um, I feel so bad because like I burned down all the friendships, not burned down in like a, hey, fuck all of you type of way, but mm-hmm. I never make an effort. I really truly do not do enough to be friends with Aaron, not the Aaron, the one that you know with the dogs, be friends with her and be friends with Sarah. I should I could be doing more to maintain mm-hmm. those friendships but I've done this before and I think maybe we talked about in the podcast and I continue to do it where like if one person I'm friends with like I'm not friends with them then I'm just like well now I can't be friends with any of you people anymore mm-hmm. and that just sucks like it sucks that I do that and then I just have to like then I'm like okay well now I have no friends and I need to go make all new friends and that just blows it sucks to do that um and I wish that I could stop doing that that's like one of my fatal flaws like I fucking hate that so like I really identify with number well, three mm-hmm. yeah, yeah I, mean, I just it's, think it's, it's awkward it's yeah. awkward I get it but I think it's only awkward for me like that's the thing is like I really <laughs> yeah, do but like, that's I think important it's, that yeah, it's awkward for you I think it's only I awkward mean, for me and I think it's, it's awkward but you're like, but you're kind of an important part of the equation yeah yes but I think that also like I just want you're saying if you be... work on your own awkwardness, then it maybe wouldn't be awkward. Yeah, I think that I just need they might be friends with people who I like somebody doesn't like me. And that's just so hard. Mm, yeah, um, I, I don't like that either. I would yeah. probably do the same thing as you, it, honestly. It's really hard. Because I don't do want to be with the fact that someone doesn't like me. Yes. And it's a constant reminder. It's a like being yeah. friends with that person is a constant reminder that they're friends with somebody who actively doesn't like you. And so for that reason, I think like my anxiety just keeps me from being friends with them. But this happens. You yeah. Know? yeah. And I'm, it's been great to talk to like you and Laurel. And uh, I think I was talking to, oh my goodness, uh, some, oh, Christina like people who've been inside of these girl tribes before and like Mm -hmm. had a falling out with like one of the people and then it kind of just diminished the whole group and I talked a little bit on Mm -hmm. the last podcast about why like I love the idea of having a tribe but I'm so like have so much like anxiety surrounding it because I don't want to I'm sure I do too um because I mean yeah I had some real like mean girl shit Mm -hmm. um and what else was I going to say? I was going to say something else. Well, if you and think I, of it, you yeah. can still tell us. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. We're here to listen yeah. to you. Yeah. I don't know what it was, though. It just we'll keep thinking my brain. It. We'll move to number four, and I'm sure I'll keep talking. So then you'll think of it, because I just talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I only noticed how much I talked when I listened to the podcast with Laurel because usually if mm-hmm. I and you and I are talking well it's yeah like I, I will interject <laughs> yeah um, thank you thank you I think I try to interject or at least I'm like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um but I don't I, I don't mind it at all no I mean, it's horrible I, I guess yeah oh. it's crazy well I know when I was the one who like when I've been the chattier one that's how I feel so I get it it's a monologue um, um okay so what's mm-hmm. number four um, number four is you're never the one to initiate plans or check in first. Okay. So now I feel like that with you and I after what you said. No, no, but I didn't. Gonna mean have it to like make that. a better effort. I didn't mean it like that. I think what it ha- I mean, it's really difficult. Like I talk all the time. Mm-hmm. Every time somebody, every like when I see you on Friday, I'm gonna say, okay, great. So when are we hanging out again? I'm not like giving people a chance. It's not like it, this is my shit. <laughs> it's like me. Mm-hmm. Who has time to make plans with me? No one, literally, no one ever makes plans with me. Common denominator Except is Christina. 
I know, right? Bless her heart. <laughs> but yeah, Bless other than her, other than her, and even that was just like a one-off because I just keep fucking inviting her to stuff, so she doesn't really have time to invite me to anything else. Um, and also, I know it's not bad though. People like it when I invite them places, and I'm like okay with it as long as you're like as long as I see people. But somebody can surprise me one time and be like, "Hey, do you want to?" Like you know, I'm open to surprises. But it's not mm-hmm. like a you don't. It's not like you're on this list because of that. It's because I'm an overly invitey type of person. Like I like to keep the friendships bubbling. Gotcha. Until I get sick of everybody. And then I just stop talking to people, which is not, like, that should be on the list, <laughs> but it's not, I don't think, but I don't yeah. think so. But yeah, I don't think either one of us do number four. So, okay, we can move on. But yeah, people, I know people who do number four and I fucking hate that. Oh, I, I think I do number four. I think what, ha- um, what happens is, is that I get really sensitive to being the only one initiating. So if I think, like I've done that, then I will just stop and I'll make you do it. Um, or like there is actually a friend that I have who like, and I think that, ha- I think it has to do with her and it doesn't have to do with me, but it's really hard for me because we'll try to make plans and then I won't hear from her for a while and I make plans ahead of time. So by that point I'm busy, mm-hmm. like she'll, she'll just like drop off the face of the earth and I'll be like, what happened? Or I'll like text her. Yeah. It's just, and then. And then, like, sometimes she'll be like, oh, that should be, like, our next plan to hang out in a few weeks. And I'm like, that's not going to happen. I'm never going to see you again. Well, I mean, it takes us a long time to get together because by the time I hear from her, and and I've had to, I feel like some of my boundary with her has had to be, like, I'm busy now. Or I can't do that. Mm -hmm. Or, or, like, now I'm free another month or two from now. Yeah. I I just don't want to put in the effort if I, if I feel, I, I feel like I'm sort of left out there in no man's land. And so I stopped putting effort into that relationship because it just felt horrible. Like it w- it was like, I wasn't being heard. I was being ignored. That's what it was. I was being ignored yeah. and that's fucking shitty. That's like the worst thing mm-hmm. we can feel is being ignored. So I honestly like make her put in more of the effort now than I do. I don't think so I just that... don't trust that she, I'm going to hear from her. I don't trust that we're going to hang out. So that means she's a number four though, not you. That's still not you doing it. That well, but she has to initiate the plans and check in first because I don't do it. But that's because of that. Like, that's the thing. It's like, that's yeah. just, just like the lie situation. I don't know if, I don't think that you are doing number four on this list because it's a reaction to them being a number four, which is basically them being a bad friend has made but you react But that's how way. she looks at it, though. Oh, well, that's she her probably own thinks... She needs to download that. <laughs> gotta look, you got to yeah. look at the facts. Like, am I ever... Like, do I ever make plans? Like, I, I always do that. Like, I'm overly accountable to myself. And that is a whole nother bag of fucking psycho. But, like, yeah, sometimes people need to check in. Like, you know, why is this happening? When was the last time I made plans with her? And, like, honestly, if you can't come to those conclusions on your own, then, like, what is nobody's your mom. We're all in our 30s. Like, if you're not mm-hmm. going to be able to do it, you're not going to be able to do it. And that's not what I need. Because I do think them doing this is very clearly number four on this list. And obviously your reaction to it is showing people who are listening to this that like number four, and I think women especially are so like, I have so many people who do this shit, like all, and that's the biggest issue with Bumble. The biggest issue with Bumble is like, people don't know how to have conversations. They don't know how to set up plans and it's women, like women being friends with each other. I think this is like Mm -hmm. one of the most common things that I think that we as women do. 
but not me. This is the one I'm not going to take. I always make plans with people unless I really, truly don't want to. And I would say for anyone listening to this and you're like, Iris, you don't ever make plans with me. That let's, let's think about that. It's probably because I don't want to. Cause I, I was going to say <laughs> you really don't like them. Yes. Cause I make plans with everyone person that lives down the street from me, homeless guy I met on yes, like yesterday for coffee. Sure. Like I make plans with all peeps. So if I'm making plans with you, you might be a number four it's yourself, bad. which might be why I'm not making plans with you. Yeah, okay. that's true. Mm-hmm. Okay, so number five. Yes. You constantly lean on your friends for emotional support, but they don't turn to you. Hmm. I've definitely think- done this. I'm sure I have. I don't recognize it, mm-hmm. um, but I'm sure that I have done this. Like, it's one of those things where I think you would be an asshole for not saying that you've done this at some point. And I think if mm-hmm. you say that you haven't done this, then that means you always do it because <laughs> you mm-hmm. haven't even noticed. <laughs> that's true. That's like, what was the, I think there was some comedian that's like, if you're not the one that everybody's talking about in the group, like who, if, the, if there's no one in your group that everyone's sort of like <laughs> razzing, then it's you, you're that, you. you're that person. Yeah. Uh, you just didn't know it. Talking about is, you behind is it your like back. you're the fucking John or fucking Peter or something like that? Like the person in the group that nobody likes. Oh my God. Right. I don't know if you, right. Yes. It's you. Like you are the person you're like right. fucking Peter, fucking Dan, like whatever his name is that like no one likes. That's right. basically you. Yeah. Right. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but, I feel like so, the nice thing about this girl friendship group that, like, that is happening here, I don't know, like, you might not be aware of it, but it's happening on my end. Um, I don't think yes, anybody... Yes, I know what's happening on your okay. end. It's happening on my end. It's ha- it's occurring. Um, but, like, I don't think anybody... Like, luckily, so far, everyone is being, like, really nice. Like, I guess maybe that's because, like... Nobody knows each other well enough to be assholes yet. So we shall see. Or maybe but we're just all really nice. Maybe. We do have a lot of therapists in the <laughs> here. There's a good amount of you. Too really? many. Really? Besides me, who is it? Hold on. Let me think about it. I might just be you. Um, I'm going to invite you. I mean, you're going like eventually. I don't know if I am. So I got accepted to my program and I was like, the oh, guy was congrats. like, are you gonna, thank you. The guy was like, are you going to join with us in January? And I was like, I think so. But then lately mm. I was like, I was talking to Tiffany and I was like, do I want to, or do I just want to like get a, like, do I want to be an accountability coach? Like, is that more my path? Mm. I don't know. I'm thinking about it, but anyway, um, but yeah, like everybody has therapists, like qualities. Is that good? Like people are very okay. like nice and like they They're listen. They're very woke. Yeah, yes, that's true. We don't have they're that. Very, well, they're very woke and or open uh, to being woke. <laughs> introspective. Yes. If you call them out, they might they will listen to you. We there's mm-hmm. definitely no one's perfect, but I think it's, you know, a work in progress. But yeah. Yeah. So I can tell you why I did this. And it's called having mental health issues. <laughs> oh wow. So uh that's why I did it. I and I and I almost lost well. I don't know because she's uh, the person I'm thinking about is one of the people that I've mentioned that it's hard to know if we're still friends anymore because we've just really grown apart. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I haven't talked to her in, well, I, I guess we, she did email me because we, uh, we share, uh, uh, like an account, some account in common. Oh, cool. And so she did email me about like an updated password. But other than that, I think that's the first time I've talked to her in maybe over a year. Oh. Um, and I just kind of stopped because I really felt like I was putting in more of the work and I don't think she was 
I don't think she was meaning anything by not putting in the work. I don't think it was a personal thing, but that's what happened. And so I just was like, I'm not going to put in more effort here. Um, and, uh, but when we were in college, I was having a really, really hard time. And uh, I would just call her all the time crying and be really upset. And she could, didn't feel like she had any space to share anything with me. And she finally had to tell me that. Um, and it was really hard, but I'm glad she did because I thought I could have lost her as a friend. But like I said, you know, now years later that's happened. So I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that really has to do with why we've grown distant. I think it's just, we've grown distant. I think we have different needs and different lives. And that's that just what's happened. But it does happen. And, yeah. you know, it sometimes can suck and not be something you can fix. Right. Um, which I think kind of is the suckiest part of suck is when you're like, because I'm such a fixer that, like, for me, if something's broken, I'm like, I want to fix it. But some stuff just is broken. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so <laughs> I, I had – I was, like, you know – and I think when I was in high school, it was similar. I had another friend who – long-term friend who we've had distance to – and I, like, don't think this is why we've grown distant as adults, but I all, I do have a lot of shame about not being a good friend um, because I was really depressed. And I was really depressed in college. I'll just say, say it for what it is. And I really couldn't see anything outside of what I was experiencing. And I think that's important for people to think about with mental health issues. And it's so tough to navigate, like, mm -hmm. where, like, how can you be there for a friend, but also be there for yourself? And I don't really have an answer to that. Yeah. But I well, think what that that's I, probably, I probably needed some professional help. Um, I probably needed help earlier because I think it really, the depression was partially due to like biological fat. I was probably born with it genetically um, mm -hmm. within my family structure, but I also experienced a lot of bullying, a lot of othering Um mm -hmm. I'm, I'm kind of, you know, in listening to the episode with you and Laurel, I'm kind of glad I didn't do it because I don't think I would have wanted to talk about the worst time, the worst friend breakup. It was that traumatic. And so, yeah, I mean, I just had a lot of crap that happened. And by the time I got to high school, I just, I was just hanging on. And I think that's just so you know, impactful about like how you probably move in all of your friendships now because of all oh, those yeah. experiences. Yeah, I would say it wasn't until maybe last year until I actually felt like, okay, I think I deserve friends. And I think mm -hmm. even if a friendship doesn't work out, I'll find another one. Like up until that point, it was, a, it was all, there was always anxiety. There was always, it was always a scramble of, Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm likable. I don't know if I can really make friends and keep friends. Um, it took me a really long time. And maybe a year is, a, uh, I'm not saying that. I, I think it took many years and probably mm -hmm. partially through the years. I somewhat felt that, but I don't think I fully felt that until maybe last year or the year before. It was a really, it was a, it was a journey I had to go through, I guess. Well, I'm happy that you went through it, though. That has made you a very good friend. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that um, even before that point, I was a pretty good friend because of all those experiences. I really, mm -hmm. like, am kind of a ride-or-die friend. Um, however, um, I am a ride-or-die friend if you're also going to be that. If you're not going to be that, then I'm going to pull back. 
And I think that's val- like something that everyone should do. Yes. Ugh. Okay. What is okay. number six? Number six. <laughs> you don't respect your friend's boundaries. Oh my god. That's a really that... uh like vague one. Like that could be a lot yes. of different things, right? Totally. And I think it's again like one of those things where I'm gonna be like, I'm sure I do this. Like hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, sure we all I do. do this because some of it is our friends don't tell us what their boundaries are. Right. And I can definitely be super pushy like it's one of those things where like what I yeah I'm super pushy like I have I mean really I'm somewhat joking because I actually don't think you're that pushy but I know I can be how, really pushy I could see one of the, how some people would see it that way but I think it's no I think I've even done something pushy to you so this is a good what? time for me to tell you when I was being pushy and then I okay. noticed that I was being pushy and I stopped mm. because I've because I've always been pushy so <laughs> I, it was when we were talking about book club and you were saying like, you wanted to share some books and I was like, oh. you should just fucking do it. Not, mm-hmm. I, didn't, I don't think I said it like that, but I might've said it like that because mm-hmm. I'm pushy. So I might've, and you were like, well, maybe I'll do it when I feel comfortable. And I was like, Jamie, like, no, it was like the next time I go to book club, <laughs> like you need to just be like, I'm doing this book. And I was like, you know what? Actually, I'm going to tell them that you want to do this yes. book. And you were like, and you were like, but wait like let me let me think about it think about what I want to do yeah and then I'll and then I'll do it I, it was something along those lines yeah and normally I would have been like but Jamie I'm still gonna say something I don't care I'm gonna do it anyway because I like I know what's best for you I know that you need to force these books down these bitches throats which I still stand by I think you do <laughs> but I was like when you told me that I was like I can tell I could hear yeah. That I was like, okay, I think this is her boundary. And I was like, okay, great. I hope that you decide to. But that's like taken work. My, but that's I great. So to me, that wasn't pushy. Oh, like, okay, I, well, I, I was able to push back and be like, no, Iris, come on. Like, let me make my own decision. Yes. Cause, but like, normally I would be the person who would have kept pushing. So I like definitely think that I have been this way. I think innately I'm still this way. Like, I want everyone to, like, I'm like, I have a little border collie dog and I'm kind of a border collie in spirit. I want to hurt everyone together. I want everyone to be okay. I want you to do the things that I think are like the right path for you to do. And it's hard to understand that people have their own, like, it's not hard to understand, but it's hard to be okay with other people having their path. And like, even though this is so marginal, like you suggesting a book to the book club, but like, it's, it's, you know, been difficult for me and other friendships to Mm -hmm. like see people date people who I think that they shouldn't or like do like, things inside of their work that gave me anxiety like I was having anxiety about my friends choices and so that's been something that I've really been working on but totally can like that one yes I could see myself in that I could see myself in number six yeah and I think number six and number five have a lot to do with each other because for me like if I I'm not respecting someone's boundaries by continually talking about myself and asking for emotional support so to me, there's a connection there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure there's other ways, too, that I've crossed people's boundaries, like told secrets that I'm not supposed to. I used to do that when I was younger. Because, again, in trying to be a, a, a trying to be liked by someone else, I would tell a secret to get them to like me of someone else. And I wasn't thinking more long term about what that would do to a friendship that was probably, you know, more established than the one I was trying to make with this other person. Yes. Also, so. like, 
so we're 45, 46 minutes in. So I know we have like three more, seven, eight, nine, no. three more to go through. No, no, no. There's only one more. These are seven. Oh, good. So it's perfect. Okay, good. So wait, let me tell you this horrible story about what you just said. <laughs> okay. Because I was, this is super relevant. So I was in eighth grade and we all used to have sleepovers all the time. So I was at a sleepover at mm-hmm. Anaja's house, yeah, which is like my birthday. Grade. Mm-hmm. So fun. And I am a bitch. I was a bitch. Um, I'm not. I'm a recovering bitch. Um, I'm like in the recovering bitch mean girl academy. And I have <laughs> two. I have, you know, probably about 15 stars at this point. I'm moving mm-hmm. forward. It's every day is a work in progress. But I was really mean. Like if you ever if we ever hang out with Anaja together, she will tell you I was super freaking mean in middle school. It was bad. So when Laurel's like, you would have been mean to me in high school. I'm like, no, 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 I wouldn't have. I would have been mean to you in middle school. By high school, I had just decided to be nice. So I was recovering from being such an asshole in middle school. But we were at this sleepover. And one of these girls, one of a a girl who I was really good friends with, uh, Mm -hmm. told us all a secret. And she said that, like, she was like, I don't know, something along the lines of, like, her having sex with an older boy, which if you're in eighth grade, is such a big deal, right? That is a huge deal. That's such a big deal. Now I'm like, cool, good for you. But, like, in eighth grade, you're like, what? No, I still think it's a big deal. Eighth grade. (laughs) Yeah, it's true that. Like, so true. Um, Well, now, not now with all the Kylie Jenners running around. But, like, at the time, this was crazy. This was wild. I had a Yamaguchi, Tamagotchi pet thing. And loved Britney Spears and performing like I was Britney Spears. So, like, that was my world. But, like, having sex was just, like, crazy. I couldn't even think about, like, Anything beyond, like, a cute little peck on somebody's lips was, like, what? You did that? So, like, it was crazy. Oh, really? Hmm. I mean, yeah, I never, like, anyway, Liz is going into the story. So, I never, so it would have been within my personality to have told that secret because I was a bitch. And I would have been, like, Mm -hmm. hey, everyone, let me tell you what this girl did. She's such a hoe. Like, totally something I would have done, which is so mean and shamey and bitchy and, like, horrible eighth-grade person thing to do. So, but I didn't because she was one of my good friends. So I actually didn't fucking tell anyone. I kept it a secret. But the reason why this is such an interesting story is that because I had that reputation, so it reminded me of, like, what you're saying and, like, how, like, those things impact you Mm long-term. Because I had this reputation, somebody from that sleepover – Actually, I don't even care. I'm totally going to out her because everybody knows that she did this now. Fucking Anaja, who was like totally the princess, sweet, nice girl. Nobody ever would think she did anything mean. She was so nice. She told somebody at school this secret. But when it got out, everybody just automatically assumed it was me. And I had such a bad, I know. And I had such a bad reputation of being like mean and a gossip and somebody Mm -hmm. who would totally do that. That, like, no one would believe me that I actually Aww. didn't, that I didn't actually do it. I know. Like, it sounds bad, but, like, because I'm crazy, I was just, like, eventually I was, like, fine, sure, I did it, fuck it. And then I was just, like, I just leaned into it knowing that I actually didn't do it. And I found out that Anaja did it, and instead of being, like, actually, it was her, I just, like, kept her secret that she was actually the fucking runny mouth bitch. And I wow. just, like, took it. I took it down and graduated with being the girl who did that, but it was mean. It was horrible because this girl was really nice. The one who had the secret was really a nice girl. Mm-hmm. And so, and turns out that she actually had lied about that story because she wanted to fit into the group. So like, this wow. is just like, right? Like how crazy is all Have that? Have you like, ever seen the show Pen15? No, but will I love it? 
You will. Yeah, because it's it's exactly all this shit. Like, so, and it spells out penis, too, which is hilarious. Oh, <laughs> um, and there, it's these two women who are 33 years old, and they pretend to be seventh graders. And then Stop. now they're in eighth grade in this new season. I can't believe I've never told you about the show. And it's like, have you ever seen the movie Eighth Grade? Like, everything is cringeworthy. Oh, and you're no, just like, I haven't seen that either. Oh, it's just like, you know, kid, like awkward, unpopular kids trying to fit in. And everything they do is so awkward. And you're just like, don't do that. Don't talk no, to don't, the popular don't, kid. Don't. Stop stalking him with your role. It's like backpack. watching Never Been never Kissed. I watched out. it again. Yeah, I watched Never yeah, Been Kissed again yeah. recently. Like, and I was just like, die. backpack, don't follow the popular kid with your roller bag. Like, it's never going to Something gonna bad is going to happen. Don't, you know, don't have a bulk haircut and think, like, anything's going to work oh, for you. Oh, my God. It's just so awkward and horrible. And just, like, everything, it's too, it's actually too, like, my experience. <laughs> You're like, it's too real. But it's too it's real awesome. to watch. It's awesome because they everybody else is actually the age of like the middle schoolers and it's just these two women who are adults but pretending to be themselves as middle schoolers and it's so incredible it's just really good it's really and they tackle a lot of amazing things they tackle racism and um so many yeah I I, I'm really surprised I haven't told you it's on Hulu and you'll love it I'm gonna totally watch it I, I personally I tell people this shit all the time people are like high school is so horrible I'm like no 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 no, middle, middle school, school is definitely worse. is so fucking horrible. Like, yeah, it was, I mean, they're I both even, bad. I don't know if they, we really need to make one worse than the other. I, for me personally, I think that middle school was so much worse for me. I taught. I think I even mm. have a podcast like right yeah, before you my, started they with were me. Both bad for me. <laughs> I, but but you know, I by the time I got in high school, high school, I maybe by like sophomore year to junior year, but so much shit happened. Like the summer of my eighth grade year into freshman year, it was just yeah. I think that like Hard. the reason I don't think high school, so middle school is bad because I was so mean and like, it was hard. Is this going to sound horrible? Cause it sounds like you were bullied. So I was a bitch. Mm-hmm. And so vice. Okay. So like, I don't think you for- would have done the things that happened to me though. I'll tell you offline. Mm-hmm. If yeah. I, I don't think, I don't think I would have either, but like, I, mm-hmm. I don't know what they are, but like, I was never like that, but I was deaf. I think I was very, again, really reactive. And so it made me into me like being very mean mm-hmm. because like I didn't want to be bullied so in order to not be mm. bullied you had to be like you had to be kind of a bitch you but... had to be the aggressor yes and middle school was for me really small um it wasn't like a big thing high school I went to high school and it was larger and I was able to just like I joined dance and I joined theater and I was just able to do those groups and and I was like I was popular within my own crew and but not within the large I was no Regina George I was just like living within my small little bubble of people that I talked to and it was actually like coming from being in middle school and I felt a lot of I I had a better I didn't love it would never go back but if they were like you have to choose I'd be like okay fine I I picked to go back to high school because I would never in my life oh yeah go to middle school okay I agree with you on that I would definitely okay so let's cut uh, to the last one Let's so, do it. Number seven, you resent your friend's happiness and success. And okay. I would say definitely an issue for me, especially when my mental health wasn't as good and something mm-hmm. I'm still working on, but I'm like doing a lot better at it than I was, I would say. And I think if you're aware of it, that's like the best, like, I think that helps. Like, mm-hmm. I really think it's really difficult for me. I don't, I think this is one of the only things that I'm like, can say like, 
don't know why don't like okay that's the one area I'm the biggest cheerleader of all friends I hope that you feel that too I'm always like you're wonderful and amazing and beautiful and special and smart but you know that's been the only thing and on this list and I'm like no I don't think I do that one gotcha well okay yeah, so we got through them all we got through them all. And so verdict is, out of all the points, we're both bad. We're both bad friends. And, and we're both good that's friends. okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and that's and okay. And I think it's more important about how you deal with it, right? Mm-hmm. And so we need to be better about holding our friends accountable, I think. Yes. And just, like, yeah. And I think uh, you and I have talked about this. And then Laurel and I talked about it the week that we talked that we did that podcast about how women sometimes are really like willing to work on things with their male and their male or romantic relationships, but we don't necessarily do the work inside of our friendship relationships and like how we can all strive to do a little bit better in that. And I think this episode is total proof in the pudding of that because a lot of these things are, it really boils down to like, even through us talking about it, communication, like, did Mm -hmm. you, have you said anything? So I think that, you know, that's the biggest takeaway is to, to try to be better communicators with each other. Right. I agree. That's it. I can't believe we made this episode in less than an hour. Yeah. And we're not going to do the question. That's why. No. <laughs> we don't need no, to. No, we, that was good. I don't think we went through the question would add any, anything to it. So well, I you like can save it. We have our little, um, yeah. we have like, you can save it. We'll talk about it later if you want to, like in one of our question episodes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Okay, whatever you want, though. It's your choice. It's your world, baby girl, and I'm just living well, in it. Well, I mean, I think it's both our choice, I would say. Well, yeah, but, like, I'm not going to tell you no. Just know that. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> you Good can do whatever know. you want. I'll just sit there and be like, I don't love this question. Actually, you always pick good questions. I don't really feel like I'm good with it. I, oh, and as we good. can see, I talk about it. I can talk about anything, um, unfortunately. So, anyway, it was good talking to you. Good talking to you, too. Okay, talk to you and see you soon. Bye. Bye. You work hard. Switching to Metro isn't. This holiday, there's zero fees to switch. Right now, get high-speed data for just 25 bucks a line for four lines. That's Metro's lowest price, period. Plus, get four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. Metro by T-Mobile, empowering you to rule your holiday. Plus device sales tax with eligible port in a no T-Mobile service in past 180 days. One phone per line while supplies last. If new line deactivates, all lines lose four line promo rate. Additional terms apply. Limited time offer. See Metro by T-Mobile.com.